This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap, it's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25K on one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com and get started today. And, of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right. Welcome back, DJs. It's uh, your boy, Boston Capper. Uh, I, uh, I don't have Twitter list Steve with us tonight. Uh, I got a special guest, Brian Kirshner, on with us. Brian, what's up, man? You filling in? Uh, you, you get, are you gonna Wally Pippa, man? I, I can absolutely hold Steve's end of the bargain up. I will give all the information, all the stats he normally gives. I'll be as just as much in depth. But you know, I'm sure you miss him more than anyone. But I always miss Steve. You know, he's great. You guys are so great together. So I'm glad that I could right. could get the call up from the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. You know who Wally Pippa is, right? Uh, baseball player? No, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yes, a baseball player. He was, he was, he was, he played for the Yankees before, uh, Lou Gehrig came up. Lou Gehrig came up and took Wally Pitt's spot. So. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you got any, you got any recap on the match play? Anything you want to touch on? You know, I, I like the event. Um, yeah, I too. think. I think going forward, um, I'm not a huge matchup guy. I don't bet a lot of round-to-round matchups in regular PGA Tour events. So for me, I think next year, just going forward, bet your outrights like you normally do. Maybe bet a couple group winners, but don't go too heavy on the round-to-round matchups if that's not your thing. That's not really my thing, and I kind of just did it just because it was a thing to do. I think it's best to target a few matchups, throw a couple units on those and the ones you're really confident in, but don't try and go – Five and zero, four and zero. It's it's very tough to do. It is, especially in match play, right? Especially on that fucking first day, and you're all excited because you get some Wednesday golf yep. and you get a ton of shit, and you over leverage yourself. But hey, listen, man, that's uh, it's part of being a degenerate. Uh, you got any thoughts uh, on the slap? I know you were in bed and asked Twitter if you should get out of bed for it. <laughs> no, I, I, I like I just like I was seeing some TikToks about it. Like it's really. It's really, uh, it was really bad, like, from Will Smith, like, in every single sense of it, and, like, just the way he went about it, like, I don't think there's any defending to be done. Oh, oh, people are trying. People are trying. It makes no sense. (laughs) Oh, it's terrible. And, I mean, I feel bad for Chris Rock, but overall, just... A very bad moment from Will Smith, and then for him to win the award, that made it ten times and that, worse. And that just... bumbling, rambling speech that made no fucking sense. And you want to talk about the consummate professional? Chris Rock took that slap. My knees would have fucking buckled if I wouldn't have went down from a slap like that from Will Smith. He turned around, was like, what the fuck just happened? And kept the show going. And you saw him. At the end, he was like, oh, boy, like I could have. And he yeah. just stopped. He just stopped because, you know, he had so many jokes that he could have just ripped Will Smith on all the cuckold shit, all that stuff, like could have just destroyed him. And Cosmo Professional moved on like what? A, like this. That's the moment Twitter is for. Like, yes, that's, that, that's what that's the Twitter's a cesspool all the time. But that last night I was like just scrolling, scrolling for new memes, <laughs> like, like just it was. It was the best. I love it. Yeah, no, it was great to see. And I, I really hope he puts out like a real formal apology. Yeah, oh, did you see? Oh, he, oh, it came out like, it, and it's like this generic publicist yeah. like bullshit, like like a DJ, like a DJ withdraw thing. <laughs> yeah, like a DJ withdraw thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's funny is, is so he actually has a show in Boston, uh, Friday night. This is his first show. It's Thursday or Friday, March 30th. The tickets went from like 80 bucks to like $500 bucks to get in the door on the secondary market. Do you know how wow. good that fucking show is going to be? I would pay a lot of money to go to that show. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll be airing some grievances for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you got any take on uh, Tiger coming back next week? We'll see. He, he can play like I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be betting him at 40 to one, but no, like, fuck no, no, he'll, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't want him to play. He'll just be like the main story of the week. And, you know, that doesn't affect us gambling. Like, no, it, absolutely. So not. it's whatever. Like, it, it will be what it will be. Yeah. But do you I think, think he's actually going to play? I, I, I have no. Oh, don't fence it, motherfucker. Do you think he's going to play or not? 
I mean, I think all conventional wisdom is that, yes, he's going to play. Okay. I, like, if he's always been in the – like, obviously the main thing is, is that can he walk Augusta National, and now he's trying to walk courses. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I think if he plays, he'll probably miss the cut. I, I don't know. I, I don't think he has any shot of contending. So, no, well, I mean, listen, listen, we have no idea what his game shape is, but, I mean, you're right. He, he would absolutely dominate every storyline of the Masters, which – Almost kind of sucks. If you yes. know what I mean? Like, it's almost a good story, but it also sucks at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, all right, sweet tires back, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I'd just rather focus on the guys who can actually win and, and focus on the tournament itself rather than just Tiger. Yeah, I mean, I think the only way that it really benefits us is that he'll, pr- I don't know if books, I think books in terms of matchups, because he will have to be in some matchups and. Oh, yeah. When he should really be a plus 200 dog, he'll be like even odds just because people want to bet on him. So I think that in his price range, if he is in a matchup against, I don't know, who's ever going to be like 40 to 1, I just think there's a potential there because it's yeah. not a true line. It's oh, not absolutely. Do you, really you really think the books will hang? That's what I'm saying. I don't, Ooh, I don't know if nice. they will. I would, I, I, would, I, would, I would appreciate that. So. Yeah. All right, man. Did you do any? Uh, you you, uh, you caught up for this week? You you ready to go on the Valero? You yeah, excited? I'm, I'm Are you excited, excited? For the Valero. I mean, I think I have the winner. I'm very oh, confident in one of my you? plays. Yeah, All I mean, right. it's not like every week I'm like trying to pick the winner, but this week, yeah. Now you talking about the people who listen to you every week? Fucking better think you try to have the winner every week. What are you talking about? Yeah. But I got it this week. I mean, you got I'm it this week. All right, and I Hopefully. think I like it. Hopefully, I'm all right, sure well, we're on the same page. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we like that. All right. So before we got breaking down the DFSTS, listen, if you guys are looking for Las Vegas style casino fun in the palm of your hand, look no further than the win bet, the premier online casino from the five star win resorts properties from classic table games to all the best slot thrills and jackpots. Win bet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a hundred percent deposit match up to five hundred. Bucks, or I'm sorry, up to a thousand dollars. Win bet, win hour from two to three p.m. Pacific time. Better prices on select games, and anyone who has the Win Bet app is alerted right on the hour. Bet five hundred dollars on college basketball Thursday through Sunday, and be entered to win a two night stay at the Win Las Vegas. The example is if you if the patron wages eleven hundred bucks on the men's college basketball tournament Thursday through Sunday, you are now eligible for two entries in the prize draw. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. The offer is subject to change in terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. So since you're, uh, since you're the, since we have to tap the arm and get the bullpen in, uh, 10K range and above. Who you like, don't like, not playing anybody. Want to play a couple guys? What do you want to do? I think, honestly, in DFS this week, I don't think I'm going to be playing a lot of 10K guys. I really like a guy in the, in the high nines, and I just think the way I want to construct my lineups, I just don't really have room for that, for both of them at least. But if there were to be one player I would want to play, I think it would be Abe Answer at, oh, okay. uh, at 10-3. Um, I just think that his performance last week was really dominant and he's playing really well right now. And like, as you know, and these are the same greens. These are Bermuda overseeded with Poa in Texas playing well. Um, and I think this week it's going to be driving is going to be very important and you got to have great approach play. You got to have good around the green game. And I think he can get it done in that, um, way. I mean, I think an easy fade would be Bryson. To say, I mean, I don't think he played out of his mind, excellent at the match play at all. No, he was he was definitely rusty. You could tell he was rusty. Yeah. Shit. So I mean, I I wouldn't want to take the gamble fading him either way, but I just he's definitely someone I definitely want to avoid this week, given his concerns about injury and just the fact that he hasn't been playing that much. But who who are you starting your lineups with in this range? So I don't know if I go answer man. He sucks around the green. He's not good around the green. He's just not. And so, I don't know. I don't want to come off with the decky coming off of the injury. I don't want to play Spieth because that's whatever the hell's going on with this swing is a fucking is nightmare fuel. I don't know if you saw the picture that this is like a random girl like behind him watching him do the thing. And she's even like, what the fuck is he doing? So, I mean, if anything, I'm with you. I don't think I'm going to start up here. I don't think I'm going to play anybody. But like gun to my head, I, I, I guess fucking 
guess Rory? He's so expensive though. He's gonna be so fucking chalky. But he does everything good. He's yeah. good out of the sand. He's good out. Of, he's good around the green. The proximity range one fifty to one seventy five. You know he, he's fine with. It's the wedges that typically give him a problem. This is a good. This is a good warm up for him, but. I don't know, man. Like, you can't think he possibly, like, gives a shit about winning the fucking Valero. He's just trying to go out and get a competitive round or two in and then go focus on the ma- on the Masters. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I think that playing Rory would really be dependent on if you like a lot of guys in the 6K range because yeah. you're probably going to have to go there. Yeah. So I think if you like a lot of – if you have some good guys that you really like in the 6K range, like – and you could fit them into the lineups with some mid-tier guys. Like, I think that would work. But I think you would have to be pretty confident in some guys down yeah. the board to be able to, to fit him in. But I do think that he could definitely excel here. And I do not think he is – not a hot take, but I, I don't think he's going to miss the cut or not play well. Like, I really do think he will play well. And, you know, he, he's been playing pretty well recently. So I, I think that he's trying to change up something for his master's prep. and. I, I just, I'm not really sure if I want to go that expensive in an event like this. Yeah, I'm with you. And and as far as like Bryson goes, like you can't put him in a DFS lineup, but we talk about without rights, like the price on him is fucking silly compared to some of the other guys. So you can get him for the same price this week versus the Masters. It makes no fucking sense to me. Um, I know he's rusty and I don't know. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm just, I'm, I think I'm just skipping this fucking entire range. So I don't know. But it doesn't look like everybody's doing it. I mean, most everybody's over 10% other than Bryson. So. I know it's fucking super early, though. So the 9K range, juicy range. Corey Connors coming up a strong weekend. See you, Kim. Strong weekend. Don't care if he didn't make it through. Uh, McNeely. Magic Beans McNeely. Fucking chalky, chalky, chalk. Chris Kirk, who is sobled, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know. So just go ahead and cross him the fuck off. Gary Woodland. My boy Keegan. Finau. Jason Day. But, like, I mean, this is the range. Like, this is the range where I'm starting. Yeah, and I think you could easily fit two guys from this range in here and not have to dig too deep. So I think Corey Connors is winning this week. I got a 20 to 1 on him. I hit that pretty heavy. I got a 22 on my other book, so I'm going to hit that. I think Corey Connors can win this event. Obviously, he won this event two years ago, but what I'm really looking for this week are informed ball strikers, and he's just been playing some excellent golf. 11th at Arnold Palmer, gained 11 strokes tee to green, 26 at the players, 4.6 tee to green, and then last week, he played better than anyone expected. He beat DJ in the third place match, and he was putting well. He was putting well, and it's the same surface, and he's won on these greens before. And he's playing some excellent golf right now. So I'm going to be starting lineups with him. I think he wins the event. I think he has an excellent shot of finishing top ten, a lot better shot than a lot of these other ten gay guys. I know you like Corey Connors. I know we like him next week, but yeah, I, I think Corey Connors has to be the player. I like him. I just think in DFS he's going to be so fucking chalky, and that number is so short, man. It's 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 like it's tough. Like I don't have him on my card yet. Like it's hard for me to go down this low because he's already qualified for the Masters. He knows he can go compete at the Masters. Like he, like, is this just another warm up for him? Like trying to get focused in on the Masters? Like he just had a good week last week, played a shit ton of golf. I actually wouldn't be surprised if he, like, withdraws by tomorrow morning. Right? I Monday do not, night. I do not think he will withdraw given the fact that he's a past champion yeah, of fair. this event. And I also think that. Yeah, Corey Connors, we probably like him top 20 of the Masters, but I don't think he's oh, going to yeah. win Masters. Also, he didn't play one of the matches, so even though he went to, he played more matches than anyone, he didn't play against Norrin, so I kind of like that component of it. I didn't, I didn't and, and also, um, in 2019, mm-hmm. um, when Cooch lost to Kisner at the match play. He came, he, so he obviously played as more matches than anyone, and he came seventh at this event the very next week and gained like nine strokes on approach. So <laughs> I, I think that there is some evidence that, you know, the, and I, Scotty Scheffler, I have to say, he played Valero last year. He finished 44th after making it to the final, but, you know, I I don't think I, I don't I, hate, I don't I don't hate the play. Don't, I don't, don't well. hate it, but I also think in from an ownership perspective, I think that a narrative that he's worn out from match play and he played all these matches might help him. And I, I think, think Abe Answers is going to be popular, and 
if so, if you're playing Rory Decker speak, you can't really you can't fit him in. So I don't think his owner, I would say he might be at highest 16%. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to get at least that. Definitely. He's going to get at least that. But, okay. But in terms of outrights, I think his number's too short. It is Therefore, too short. people won't, won't bet, bet him. him. Right. Won't bet him. Right. And... We've been seeing guys right in this. I know uh, it's been Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, I know. Eight, it's Scotty Scheffler twice winning at like eighteen to twenty-two. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I listen. I don't hate it. Right. So I mean, fuck. Give me some more shit to think about now. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. The uh, you like anybody? Anybody else you want to play in this range? Or you want to bet out? Right. Um. Look. Obviously, Chris Kirk is the most popular play this week. I mean, you would have to be an idiot to not see why he's a good play. Correct. He's playing some excellent golf over an elongated period yep. of time. It's not a flash in the pan. He's been playing some really stellar golf. Yep. And then he has some of the best course history without a win of anyone here. Um. Yep. So seventh at Honda. Fifth at API was yep. like literally in a position to win that tournament. Fourteenth yep. at Phoenix. Phoenix similar grains. I bet him before I knew our friend was on him. Um, at forty-five to one, is he going to oh. win? Probably not. Total fade in DraftKings. I think he will easily be the highest owned oh, yeah. guy here. Absolutely. All right. So you don't like anybody else in this race, though. You don't, yeah, you stuffing two nine K guys in or what? If there would be another 9K guy I would play, I think it would be Maverick McNeely, another okay. guy that played really well at the match play and yep. has some decent results um, in Texas. So I think Maverick is is a good play. I think starting lineups with him and possibly both, getting both in there. Um, but he's a guy, he wants to play well before the Masters, and I think that he has a pretty complete game, and I think his game is coming around a, a little bit. So, again, in, in form ball strikers, I think I think Matt fits that build. Who who are you looking at? Are you going to play your boy Keegan? No, fuck no. No, I'm off. I I, I gotta I, I gotta get off of it, man. I need uh whatever that shit to get heroin addicts off. Like with, with <laughs> Keegan, he's fucking killing me. Uh, I'm on Siwoo, man. Uh, he played really well at the match play. Played really well at the match play. He's in pretty decent form. Um, he's a great ball striker. Likes it here, obviously. He's won here. Um, he's going to the Masters next week. I mean, he was in great position last year at the Masters, putting with a fucking three wood because he broke his putter. Um, and you, you talk about a ball striker, like that's it's Siwoo, man. It, the only thing, you, the only thing you worry about, and anybody who bets on Siwoo or roster Siwoo already knows this. It's a fucking roller coaster. You have no, you have no idea what's going to happen from week to week. But at ninety ninety six hundred, and he's not super chalky. Uh, I want I want Siwoo, and I think that's a guy who would be fine with winning this tournament, not thinking he can win the Masters next week. Um, and then I think I'm going to go back to Woodland. I think I'm going back to Woodland. The number's good, goodish for the outright. He's clearly a he's he, he's he's a really good player for this price in this field. And he's looked good lately. I mean, if you take a look, what he, what the Valspar was okay. Um, but you know, what T5 at the Honda, T5 at API, he got the bad wave at the players. And he's a guy who can score on path fives. He's, he's fine with the putter on the surface. The only thing I worry about him, and this might just be like scar tissue. Um, when he was trying to get up and down, I think it was actually at, yeah. uh, at the Valspar out of the fucking, out of, the, out of that sand trap. No, that was at API when he, API. Made and then it had to to get out of the bunker. And he couldn't get out. And yeah. like, oh, it just it's one of those images that sticks with me. And there's so many bunkers on this course uh, that I feel like I know uh, Steve did his preview. Uh, he did his uh, Jordan flu game uh, today at lunch. He did his uh, he did his preview and was I told him he sounded fine, sounded good, buddy. He he needs to hydrate and get some sleep. But uh, the uh, I don't know, man. Like I know he said he put new sand in there and stuff like that, but. I don't think he's like coke rack bad out of the bunkers, but that's a hard that's a hard image to get out of my fucking head. Like, really. I think I, I mean in that circumstance, like it was a very pressure packed moment, and he just hit a bad. He's a guy who's won a major. He's, yeah, won, he's a won a major, major at his short. But yeah, I think he's someone that that's kind of rounding into form, and I think he can play well. But I think the conversation that I would like to have um, is about Tony Finau. Um, yeah, okay. Obviously, we Talking know our friend Andy Lack. He kind of has a lot of kind of push in the industry and when yep. he tweeted out this morning you know 
Tony Finau at 50 to 1 in this field. He played really well against Xander. Like people are going to bet that, and you know, he didn't invent that or anything, but I just no. think it, there is a case to be made that oh, the field is not great, and he's at a very attractive number. I haven't, I haven't bet him yet, but I'm going on Andy's show right after this, and he's the guy who I have not bet yet, and I want Andy to make the case for me to bet him, because I don't get him at 50 to 1 anymore. I can find him at 45, which is whatever. It's five points. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, he's probably right. I know he drained birdies against Xander, but is that just because, like, Tony looked across the tee box and just saw an inferior fucking, like, golfer and knows he could bully him around and, and make him go mental? Like, I don't know. Like, who knows? My thing about Tony would be that I wouldn't advise it as a DFS play. No, fuck you. I would not advise it as a DFS play. You know, obviously, outrights, it doesn't matter if they come in second or miss the cut. It doesn't get paid out. So. Right. I think from a deeper DFS perspective, he's definitely too volatile for me. Um, but I think from an outright perspective, you know, I mean, you could you could take a shot this week. I mean, if you have room on your card and, and you want to bet him at, at fifty to one, I think that can can be a bet. But I, I do think that you know we don't in this industry we don't want to overreact to things. Like it was one round, like he made eight birdies, but like he's fundamentally been a bad golfer since he won the Northern Trust. So I'm not gonna bet a guy when I would like to bet other people around that number um, off one round. Because prior to that, he has looked pretty yes bad. He has he's been pretty bad. He's been fundamentally not great at golf since he won. Um, the Northern Trust. He just hasn't really shown much, so I think that that's just been a concern, and maybe that round was something that turned it around, but it's a little too small of a sample size for me. Bro, I saw him hit one of the worst shots I've ever seen a professional golfer hit at TPC. He was in a he was in a bunker on the right side of, I don't know, fucking six maybe, I think it was six, and he topped the ball coming out of the bunker, and it squirted like fucking 20 feet in front of the bunker, and I was like, what the fuck was that? Looks like me and my buddies out there playing. Like, what? what is that? So, I don't know. Like you said. But, you know, like Andy said, uh, he, he drained a bunch of birdies. And you never know, man. Maybe it just takes a spot for a golfer who has that type of talent. Um, and, I don't know. We'll see. But, fuck, yeah, I'm with you. No DFS. Just an outright. And, uh, all right. So, listen, before we get down to the 8K range, if you guys are still looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie, every day March Madness games are being played, they'll be, we'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, merch madness to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness. So I think you guys got two more days for that. So that's two more hoodies to get given out. All right. What you got for the 8K range? Um, I would say my favorite 8K. Um, golfer and someone I think I'm going to bet outright, uh, number dependent would be Patton Kazire. Um, okay. I think he's been playing some, some really good golf. He's yes. gained on approach in his last five starts, hasn't missed a cut since yep. the Farmers, 3.8, 3.9, 1.8, 1.2, 2.8. Yep. And he has a top 10 at this event last year and he's posted some good, um, finishes in yep. other Texas events. So, yep. um, I think he's, uh, 8K. Yep. Um, he's I think it'll be a little chalky given the reasons I just gave out, but for AK flat, uh, not putting a, a top guy in my lineup, I think, I think it's a good play. And at 50 to one, I think um, I'm coming around to putting him on my card. Yeah. So I can still get him at 66 to one. Um, that's one of the guys I actually want to talk to you and Andy about. So he's really good around the green. He's 20th in this field from around the green. He's eighth in sand saves in this field, right? And with as many bunkers as is going to happen. So, and he's, he's middle of the pack for par five score, but jockey, whatever, like for an outright, I'm fine with it. And I guess depending on how you just struck your, your lineup, that could be fine too. Cause I like, I like his as well. He, he's one of the guys I have written down. Yeah, no, I, I, I like him in the, in the AK range. Um, I think a guy that is definitely warranted to have a discussion on would be Charlie Hoffman. Um, well, just horses for courses. That's it. We have no idea what he's going to fucking look like. No clue. But he, like, you can take, I'm not just saying this event, he has some of the best course history oh. at this event than anyone has oh. at any event I, no, I on know. the PGA Tour. And Charlie Hoffman isn't, like, some amazing golfer. You know, I was I was with uh, Andy yesterday, so we were talking about it. I'm like, is there anything, like, in particular that this course, like, suits his game for? I don't think there's really anything you can point to, but... Last year, when he was in contention, he was in great form. I remember... <laughs> betting Charlie Hoffman top 20 like every single week around this time because he literally cashed it every single week. Granted, he's in horrible form. Right. 
But I bet him 90 to 1 with an each way this morning just because it was a ridiculous number. Whatever. I don't hate it. It's like, yeah, not going to win. But, but, DFS, is, but DFS wise, you're going to fucking put a complete unknown in? If he's if the ownership is high, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not going to be high. It's not you be don't high. think so? No, it's be sub, know sub, this sub, is a, sub sub ten percent. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there are a lot better, like Russell Knox, Mito, Ryan Palmer, yeah. Davis Riley. They're a lot more informed, better players that you can trust. Because we didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about the wins. You want to talk about a good win player? Fucking Russell Knox. Yep. Let's go, Russell Knox. Good form. Good win player. Good number, sixty-six to one. Fucking ownership, about the same, sub 10. I'm going to take the guy in good form who I know plays well in the wind. And wait, he's like, there's no way he's qualified for the fucking Masters, is there? No, he can't. Yeah, so he can win and get in. Yeah. Little extra, for, little extra motivation. For, he, he was sniffing it at the players. Fucking. You know, you know I, I think it's actually a, a pretty good play. I might write him up in my article. <laughs> I'm just stealing your pick. It's fine. Um, That's an original idea. Yeah. Fourth in approach. Eighth in ball striking over the last 50 rounds. I mean, it's a ball striker's paradise. People that have been good on approach, good off the tee, have really excelled here. And, yeah, he has been playing well. Played well. Uh, how did he do? I mean, I'll pull it up right now. He was pretty popular at the Valspar. Made yeah, because he didn't, didn't do much. He didn't do much. But I think so. I think if that turns some people but on. That was, after, that was after the slog of the fucking yeah. five days down here in, in Ponte Vedra. Like, it's a fuck yeah. Like, yeah. And, in the wind, man, I'm telling you, like the wind. He's a good wind player. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that there are courses where people just dot, like, run to bet him, like a coastal, like, shorter mm-hmm. track. So I don't think that since the average person thinks this is a good Russell Knox course, I think it's a good play. And he's not a great uh, made cut streak right now. Made six of his last cuts, hasn't missed a cut. So I think I'm he's sure. a guy that can uh, can get it through for you and uh, hopefully get a six out of six. Ah, I like it. I haven't seen one of those in a while. The um, fucking uh, dude, my bracket was dead after the round of sixteen. After, after the round of sixteen was dead, completely dead. Yeah, I mean, I leg- like I bet a few. Like I only had one group winner get through, and it was Scotty. And I originally on my card had Seamus Power at like plus three hundred to get out, yeah. and I was like, no, he, like he's not gonna get off. So I didn't put him <laughs> on his card or bet it. So that was tough, but. Luckily, I'm not a big live ad guy, but yeah, me after Monday, I mean, after Wednesday, Kisner was 40 to 1 and JT lost. And I was like, okay, this number is just wrong. Right. And I just bet it. I threw a decent amount on it. And then it's you can hedge. Because I was down. Yeah. Like, I didn't have an amazing week because. You know, you realize how much minus 140 juice is when you throw when you 700 lose. bucks on. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, like, dude. It was 700 to win 500. Like, I, w- I wouldn't think that. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. I basically just covered my losses. I went from having a bad week to having an okay week. So it, it worked out well. Yeah, dude, listen. And hedging is uh, hedging and match play is completely different, right? Like, that, you know there's a, a certain outcome that's going to happen. It's not like you're trying to hedge when there's like five guys within three shots on a Sunday when some asshole from five back that you didn't yeah. expect is going to come up and fuck you. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. it was like, no, like the second I bet Kisner, I was like, if he gets to the finals, like I would literally hedge in a million. Like it was yeah. not even a question. Yeah. Take the losses yeah. and move off. And I didn't think he would beat Scotty. And another thing I would like to point out about yeah. the match play, Scotty. Let two year last year won in a playoff to get even to the round of sixteen, yep. and then he had to go through a grueling playoff yep. against yep. Matt Fitzpatrick. Six holes. It's like history completely would change if he these past two years. If but again, that's just testament to how good of a golfer he is and how good of a match player he is that he Fitzy won. Missed what, like a, Fitzy missed what like a seven footer to, to give him life. I, I watched that heavy because I really needed that. that <laughs> to win. I think so. But Fitz definitely had some opportunities yeah. to win. Um, but I think Fitz played some really, really stellar golf. I'm not saying the Masters is a great place for him, but I think next month it, Fitz is going to be a popular bet always because I feel, he's just I – feel, He's Fitz. I feel like I've heard this fucking forever. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like whatever. Top 20, man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That doesn't make it move for me, bro. The fucking plus 200. What is that? It's two to one. We bet golf. 
Like I shame people for fucking twelve to one bets. Never mind a two to one bet. Yeah, but I know. Just I know. It's I hard to hit it. It's hard to hit now, right? I know. Like you just hit Cam Smith. Like it's super easy. No, it's not. Listen, I know. Listen, I do. That's why I do the matchups. That's why I grind my matchups. Yeah. I know you don't like to do that. And I, I play around with the first round leaders, but I give myself a hundred or $200 a week to do that. 10 to 20 bucks on. I'm like, whatever. That's fun for me. It gives me a fucking Thursday sweat and I got to hit one every what? Six fucking weeks to fucking make a payoff. You know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> like first round leaders actually be taken out of your account is like absurd to me. Like <laughs> I bet them Wednesday night and I'm like, this is just fun money, whatever, throw a hundred bucks on it and they lose and it gets taken and I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like what? <laughs> like I now I'm just down for the week. Like it seems so fun in the moment. Yeah. And then like wow, it actually gets taken out. I thought this was just like a, a fun. Nope. nope. Real money gets taken that's out. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, listen. Before we jump down to the seven K range, uh, I got to talk to you guys about Stable Duel. There's never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as 25k with one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, you don't got to worry about it. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select. Build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly. It tracks all over the U.S. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you, or you can play against our stables. You can even follow them in our app, and we can compare stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. We'll see you in the winner circle. Play, race, and win. All right, 7K range. I think... You'll know who I'm gonna yeah, based play. On yeah, based on your build, yeah. But I really like KH Lee yeah. this TB, week. TB, TBC Lee, man. What you, what? Not even because of that. I think this isn't like a super standard TPC course, but regardless, 14th two years ago, 23rd last year at this course, and he is on a made cut streak of epic proportion. You are trying to mush one of these guys to miss the fucking cut. You've done This is the second time you've done it. This is an absolutely, uh, has not missed the cut since the Sanderson Fox. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like 15 straight made cuts. Take it right out of my fucking lineup. Fucking mush them. You mush them. Like, uh, so I can't them. play someone that is has made you can you can play him but you can't say he's on a fucking 15 cut streak i'm more he's like he's about to get cut concerning he's about to get cut now i'm down to do a side wager because you thinking that i can just mush somebody off a made cut streak i'm offended we will side <laughs> wager on tpc lee you can the cut you can join the corpses in my charity bets i got andy i got nagels i got fucking steve i got sean green i uh listen when the money's not going in my pocket uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good run, right? The, the kid, the kids at Wolf's Children in Jacksonville will, will appreciate it. We can definitely make a side wager on that. We can do a $50 make, uh, make or miss cut cagely. How's that? Let's do it. Carry of our choice. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So All right. Who, who are you liking in the 7K range? So I, I did have cage written down until you just mushed them. And, uh, so I, um, I like, I like Matt Jones, man. Like with the way the wins look like they're going to be in a PM. On, now I need to see what the, the tee time stack is going to be. Um, but it looks like the wind's going to be up at, in the afternoon on both days. But on the second day on Friday, it's going to be helping the afternoon wave. Um, the way the wind is blowing. This is what Steve says. You know, I did not come up with this on my own. I texted Steve about it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and he told me. So he broke it down for me that way. I like guys who can play in the wind. Um, he looked good a couple weeks ago. He hasn't looked great since then, but Matt Jones is literally just like a binky for me. If I know the winds are going to be up, I think he can fucking make it. And he's a tougher player and he can pot. He's good around the green. Like he's fine. He's fine ish with his long irons. Um, yeah. What do you think about, what do you think about Hickok, man? The dude has been lurking lately. He's got a shit record at this fucking course. Like he's t- terrible around the green, according to the stats. He just T13 down in Putacana. Played okay at the players, played okay at the Valspar. He's 7,100. I, I, I kind of like it. I mean, he played well last week. 
Dallas Barr, he played well early, and I think he early. was very popular for a, a lot of people. Um, you know, I, I think another TPC course he played well at is obviously River Highlands yep. in the playoff with. Um, so I think there there might be something there, but I think for his price point and the guys he's around, like I the, think the I ownership, him. yeah, the ownership is all going to Neesmith. all of it. Yeah. So I think that he's a really great pivot there at 7,100 if Neesmith is going to be very popular. What are, what are people seeing in, in Neesmith? Why, why is he such a popular play this week? I mean, he's been, play, he's been playing really good, right? Played good at the Honda, played good at the Genesis. He T3'd at Valspar. Yeah. He's, he's good with his mid-range irons. Like, his strokes gained always look good. Um, I don't hate Neesmith. Um, yeah, see, I, like I, I've done a small little thing on him outright because he was like one twenty five to one, like whatever, and, yeah. he, and he's popping in the models. So like, but but I'll pivot on him in DFS just because of where he's at. The only thing that worries me about Neesmith is is around the green and and him coming out of the sand is not great. But yeah, Hickok and Jones right there to be able to pivot away from fifteen percent ownership. But I'm, I mean, I guess it kind of been a little chalky up top. I mean, not really. That's that's my problem. I think I think you I think I think you're wrong about Connor. Maybe I just think that because I like him so much this week, but I do think that if you're playing anyone in the 10K range, you really can't play him. And I think that people. But I think a lot of people are thinking what we're thinking, and they're not going to start in the fucking 10K range. That's, that could be. Think about, think about, think about the fucking names that we're about to go over in the 6K range. Who is comfortable playing a majority of these fucking guys? I don't know, but at seven K flat, I do like Bo Hostler. Okay, I do like to play a little bit of Bo Hostler. Hey, and good play. Florida swing, good, yeah, good, good Florida swing, playing well, and he's someone that he's popped up a few times on these leaderboards in decent fields, and I think in a week where you know the competition is a lot less and it's a lot weaker, that he he can play well. So third at Pebble Beach, Miss Cut of Phoenix. 48th at Genesis, 16th at Honda, 20th at API. Like, I think he's been playing well. And another great thing that, um, I think is, is good about, um, the players and what happened is that if anyone you like for the next, I'm going to tweet this out after, if anyone you like for the next month missed the cut at the players, it doesn't matter what side of the draw they were on. They were on the favor. They were on the, on the wrong side. side. On the wrong side side. of the draw. Anyone that missed the cut. Easy. 100% 100% agree. Because I said that earlier about a player. No fucking clue if he was on the No player. clue? No clue. If you miss the cut at the players, you are on the wrong side of the draw. If yep. you, if we're talking about you on a, on a podcast. It's just it's just a fact. That's it. Facts. Facts. Facts be damned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, before we jump into uh, the 6K range, uh, the real dumpster diving this week with this fucking field strike. Uh, and any outrights and uh, any bad soprano stakes we want to talk about. Uh, we brought to you by PropSwap. It's where America buy, uh, buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by, by simply by buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then, after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet anytime to lock in a profit, like Patrick from New York. Who sold a thousand dollar thirty five to one Houston championship ticket for six K on prop swap before their elite eight game and Patrick turned one thousand dollars into six thousand guaranteed and the buyer got the best odds in the country. So go to propswap.com or download the free prop swap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtered listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash, and a first deposit match using promo when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So join the real sports bettors on PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, homie. Jigs gay. Real dumpster diving shit. Real right. dumpster diving shit. I like Adam Shank, okay? Oh, Adam God. Shank is a guy that, you know, he was used to make, leading, used to make a lot of cuts. He was leading the um, farmers for a little bit. And he's a guy that I think that has the potential upside to play really well in an event like this. And he's coming up a seventh place finish at Punta Cana where he gained nine strokes in total, missed two cuts before that. But, you know, he's had some good showings. And I think that he's someone that I think shows a lot of value in this range. 
Um, and then as we're going down, I mean, there are some names that stand out to me. Um, Garrick, Higo, Hank Leviota. Like, these are guys people were playing at much higher prices not that long ago, and now they're in the mix, mid-6K range. Um, in a really weak field, so I think there's someone to look at. And two weeks ago, um, for the Valspar, I literally touted Martin Trainer as a 6K min bet. And he went on to miss the cut, but, you know, that's okay. He was really at an absurd number at a min price 6K. And he made two cuts. He made cut at the Phoenix, made cut at the Honda, and then he was seventh last week at Coriolis. He has more talent than all these other 6K, flat 6K guys. Martin Trainer, if you want somebody but you at need the him. top. Yeah, but if you want to play two guys at the top, he has more upside to make the cut and have a high finish than any other flat 6K guy in this range. So, Capra, who, who are you liking down here in, in the 6K range? I don't know if I've ever actually fucking played this guy. His name is Tyler Duncan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you just kind of look at what he's been doing. You know, okay, at Punta Cana, whatever, top 30, 25 at the Valspar, 35 at Puerto Rico, made the cut at Pebble Beach. He's 6,500. Uh, what did he do here last year? Where the fuck was he at? The, uh, yeah, and whatever, fucking Cape made the cut, 6,500. Super low owned, right around Harry Higgs. I'm sure he'll get it because Harry Higgs is fucking awesome. Uh, you can always look at Zach Johnson, who's got a good course history here. I don't really know if I really want to play him, though. What do you think about Hayden Buckley? He's another Hayden really- Buckley, I think he's another guy that has more talent than a lot of guys he's, in this range, you know, right? Kind of price around, but someone I like, and I think he will be a little bit popular, but is Austin Smotherman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's he's too talented for his price point, and he's had some decent showings. 11th at Farmers, 33 at Pebble Beach, 55 at Puerto Rico, 25th at Valspar. Yeah. I think I think he's a guy that can make it through um, the cut, great on approach. So he's someone I will definitely be wanting to play in the I, in the 6K range. I feel like he'll be chalky though, because I, I yep, like I just feel like he'll be chalky. The uh, what about Svensson? I like Svensson. He was, one first, he was one of the first bets I put down this morning. What did you get him at, like 150? 150. Yeah, 150. yeah, no, I, I played him at the Valspar, and he made the cut, and he was okay, but he's another guy that I just think the talent is there, and he showed it not that long ago. He played really, really well at the Honda. I uh, couldn't buy a putt, but he's someone nope. that's just excellent tee to green. Um, let me see... What did he do in uh, Punta Cana last? Missed the cut. And I think he was a popular play there. Um, But, you know. Dude, he's been playing good. I mean, he's only had two missed cuts. One was at Punta Cana. Who knows, man? Maybe he just got down there. The rum was flowing good. He made a fucking bunch of money at the Valspar and the Honda, and he didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Who knows? Dude, Um, so I was, when I was on vacation, like, I was like a like a stone's throw away from that resort. Like, Why did you go I, play it? It was four hundred bucks, and of course I was playing. All the winners you're hitting, bro. You can't go fucking drop four hundred bucks. You don't have a mortgage. You 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 give your mom electric. <laughs> okay. No, no. Um, there were two courses I could have played. I could have played that one for four hundred, and then the course I was playing was one seventy five, and it was like an it's amazing course. Yes, yeah, fine. Like, yeah, fine. Okay, fine. Fine. Point, that's fine. When I was like going to the resort, it was like the signs were like Corrales, Punta Cana, like this way. It, it was right there. So, um, I would have loved to play it. So to give some some recap on it, but. Money's a, money's a little tight right now with the kids, you know, with the wife. And <laughs> just, it's just a little tough. Yeah, it's just a little, a little tough. tough. Yeah, it's hot out there for a pimp. I know, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. You got anybody? Any other? Anybody that we didn't talk about that that you wanted to talk about as far as no, the I think I, I think I gave out some excellent six K guys that I think will make it through to to the weekend and yeah. uh, hopefully get a six out of six through for us. Uh, you got you got any fucking outrights down yet? Yeah. So. 
I like I I'm not gonna come on a podcast and tell you to bet Corey Connors at sixteen to one. Right, but, but I think twenty. I think fine. if you could get a twenty, they're out there like a twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two on him. Like I think that's really viable, and I think that's really um, a great bet because I I really do think he can win this week, and I think that um like. Adam, ha- it's sort of like an Adam Hadwin situation at Bowsball. That number was so like Hadwin number. What is he? Thirty three. You can't bet Adam Hadwin thirty three. No, like, I, 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 I would. I would rather bet Corey Connors at fucking fourteen than Adam yeah. Hadwin at thirty. Yeah, but I'm saying at the at the Valspar, he was another guy who was a past champion, coming off a great start, yep. and what he top ten finishes, and it's like. Yep. You're dumb if you like. It was just if you didn't play it. It's like it was really that obvious. It was right in front of you. Yeah. I think it's the same situation with Corey Connors this week. Um, I did bet Chris Kirk um, at forty-five to one. I do not think he will win, but you know, I think it's a decent no, bet. Is, is there is there no cash out option? No, I, I bet it on a local. And then Maverick McNeely thirty-five to one. I'm eyeing. And then I will be betting Pat and Kazire, depending on the number. Um, anything over sixty, I think I would be in. So what if you still place? find him at? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I can get it. Yeah, I got a six. I got him at sixty-six on offshore. You can get him. Yeah, I, I, I've, I'm on so many. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, you have a plethora of betting options because you live in a place where it's fucking legal. Yeah, but I've been finding that. Yeah, seventy to one. Yeah. Yeah. See, easy. Love it. So annoying. So who who have you placed some uh, some money on? So I got I got Woodland and Siwoo both at thirty five. I don't care. Like I I have so limited options that like it's like it is what it is. Like I know I'm gonna not have a good number for the most part because one my local just doesn't ha- my local's not even really local. He's in a different fucking state and he doesn't hang good golf outrights. He hangs soft ass matchups and so yeah. that's and so that's why I use him for that. And I got Knox at sixty six. I put a little bit on Svensson, like a little bit, just like 15 bucks on Svensson, 15 bucks on Neesmith. And then I'm looking at Jones and Hickox, or Hickok rather. And yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, I want to see what he has. I want to see what Andy has to say about fucking Pina. He might be able to convince me about him just because the number's dumb. It's 40. And it's the same thing too. I mean, it's the same thing with Bryson. Like, I don't want to bet Bryson, but at the same point, if Bryson goes out and nukes this fucking field, and we all had a shot to get 20. I know it's not likely to happen, but we're all going to feel like fucking assholes. Yeah, but that – I don't think that's a reason not – even though I just gave that as a reason to bet for Connors, <laughs> right. I don't know if that's a reason to bet Bryson here. But, you know, I mean, it, it could be – 28. It's the same odds for him to win the Masters next week. I mean, he's not winning the Masters. No, he's definitely not winning the Masters. Definitely. He has a better shot to win this than the Masters. He's oh, absolutely. Yeah. If anything, you know, yeah. it's kind of a, a good line. So I like, I, okay. So everyone's talking about fucking Scotty Scheffler and oh, he's 40 to one at the PGA. Oh, look at Scotty Scheffler's major record. I'm not one to do this. I fucking was saying that last July. I have the tweet. I said, hey, guys, I don't know if you realize this, but Scotty Scheffler's been amazing in majors, and he's 40-1 to to win the U.S. Open and PGA in July. So I want to say that, that I was first on Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Okay. And then Cam Smith, 37-1 to next week. I got the fucking ticket, baby. Love it. Love it. And it was because of your podcast that we went on and did the major preview. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Listen, I love Cam Smith, dude. Like, uh, like, I love Cam Smith. And like, what's not, what's not to love about him here? What's not to love? Like, ah, like, and he's all relaxed. He's seen his family now. Fucking God knows what he's doing for the last two weeks, though. He's a guy who I feel like can get out of sorts. So (laughs) what are you thinking for the Masters next week? Do you have any outright bets that like you feel good about? Because. No, no, I didn't lay, I didn't lay any fucking out because the futures market is like fucking dead. Yeah. They don't hang. The, 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 like these books are all terrified to fucking hang a number, which I, I guess makes sense. Whatever. You they have their risk management fucking unit. They're like you're not fucking hanging that number. I don't care how much action you're going to get. What happens if this happens and then they get crushed? The only, I, the only futures I even have, I got Sam Burns at like 80 to one at, uh, at the PGA and the US Open. And that was like pre his win. Like, I just felt good about going into the season, so I got him, like, 81. Those are the only two futures I have. I so, can't get who was your initial 
lean to win the Masters? I don't. I honestly don't have one yet. I don't. So I would say, I would say, gun to my head, like gun to my head. JT. Okay. Yeah. No, I think the futures thing. It's only a situation. Like it was perfect with Cam Smith because it was in December, and I was like. He's had amazing results at the Masters. I wasn't like he's going to win the players in TOC, but I was just like <laughs> right, exactly. 37 to yeah. 1. I'll bet it. And I have it to win 1,500. So I, it's not I like I what? just – because yeah. it wasn't like I just – because futures, it's like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. So it's like I have a decent amount on it. And then yeah. my other local, it was like 25 to 1. So I threw a little I think, bit I would, more. I'd, so, take, I'd take 25 to 1 on it, too. Yeah, absolutely. So – I'm looking the, forward. I'm happy you won the players for my for my bank account, but at the same point, like I would have liked the masses win too. So I don't know. We'll fucking see. You know, yeah. you, can, you can always you can, you can always catch them offshore sleeping. Like when the it's tough to catch them sleeping on the masses, but I don't know. Stranger things have fucking happened. Like I remember yeah, we, being able to lay off some of my Francesco Molinari fucking when Tiger snatched his soul uh, that year, and I was heavy on Molinari. Fuck! Yeah. I need to lay off. I need to lay off. <laughs> always tough. Always tough. All right, man, you got anything going on this week other than uh, tapping Birdie and the Sports Gaming Podcast? Yeah, um, so uh, I'm going to be doing some stuff for uh, Bleacher Report betting Ooh. Um, coming up for the Masters. All right. And I uh, have a new partnership with uh, BetSperts. So I'm going to be do so my podcast is sponsored by them. I'm going to be using their tools and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, same old time on Twitter, just tweeting my life away, uh, bored at work. Not bored at work. I'm actually swamped. No. Swamped, super busy, and he loves his job. In case anybody love it. love it, love it, love it. You guys, are you doing any masses giveaway or anything like that? Any big, uh, any big plans for that? I need to start winning some more bets um, <laughs> before I start giving away money. Um, that, that's kind of it for me. All right, man. Well, Brian, appreciate you uh, being uh, being on call and coming on. For uh, Twitterless Steve, man, I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, listen, you guys know where to find fucking Brian, man. He's all over Twitter. He tweets, and, and I feel like all day. I have no idea if I guess anything else done. Um, and uh, yeah, man, sharp kid, go follow him. Uh, new thing with Best First, that's cool. The Bleach Report thing, Doc, what, what's that? What do you so? Yeah, so I'm just gonna be putting, just, like, I'm just what, gonna be putting out some content for them. Couple TikToks. I'm gonna be oh, a doing TikToks. A, I think a space with them on Wednesday night. Um, and hopefully it's going to be like a partnership, uh, in the future. So, uh, nice. they want me to be their, their golf guy for the, for the betting stuff. So it, it should Love be it. fun. Congrats, yeah. dude. That's fucking huge, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, make sure whatever he'll tweet it out. I'm sure. So follow Brian and find out, uh, when he's going to be doing the, the Twitter spaces. We can all go, uh, break his balls, uh, on his first day. And, uh, yeah, other than that, you guys know where to find me, Boston underscore capper on Twitter. Uh, you can find Twitter with Steve in that Slack channel. Um, uh, Brian and Steve's articles are up on sportsgamblepodcast.com. Click on that Slack thing, come in there and start kicking around with everybody. And, uh, other than that, one week away from Masters. Gotta, gotta get through this Valero. Hopefully we can get some winners and break them fucking books. But talk to you hopefully with Twitter with Steve tomorrow night. Later.